Saram dear listeners and welcome to this fresh episode of Radio Sai Bhajan Classroom. We have a bhajan adoring Lord Ganesha for this episode. This is a bhajan which used to be sung in the earlier years in Prashant Nilayam and not sung so often in these times. It's our endeavor to revive such beautiful sweet bhajans that Bhagwan himself heard in the 60s and 70s. This is a four line bhajan. The first line goes like this. ईश्वरीनंदन परतिगजानन परतिगजानना So before we get to learn how to sing this bhajan let's get familiar with the lyrics of this composition ईश्वरीनंदन परतिगजानना प्रणव स्वरूपा पाहि प्रभो ओंकारेश्वर पशुपति नंदन परतिपुरीश्वर पालयमाम नाउ दैट वी आर फेमिलियर विद द लिरिक्स हियर इज हाउ दिस भजन शुड बी संग सो यू विल हियर द लीड सिंगर सिंगिंग वेरी स्लोली विदाउट एनी म्यूजिकल एकॉम्पनीमेंट्स एंड एज यू लिसन प्लीज ट्राई टू फॉलो Please try to sing along so that you also get a feel of how this bhajan flows. This bhajan is being sung in the scale C madhyam or one madhyam for gents and G madhyam or five madhyam for ladies. First let us learn the bhajan slowly. Ishwari nandana परतिगजानश्वरी नंदन परतिगजानन प्रणवस्वी प्रभो प्रभो प्रणवस्वी प्रभो प्रणवस्वी प्रभो the next line omkareshwara pashupati nandana omkareshwara pashupati nandana omkareshwara पशुपति नंदना ओंकारेश्वर पशुपति नंदना परतिपुरीश्वर पालयमाम परतिपुरीश्वर पाल 
the second time there is a variation parti puri ishwara palayama parti puri ishwara palayama having learned the bhajan slowly now let us sing together with the talam ishwari nandana parati gajanana ishwari nandana parati gajanana pranav swarupa pahi prabhu pranav swarupa pahi prabhu ओंकारेश्वर पशुपति नंदन ओंकारेश्वर पशुपति नंदन परतिपुरीश्वर पालयमातिपुरीश्वर पालयमातिपुरीश्वर पालयमाश्वरी नंदन सो दैट वॉज द ट्यून ऑफ दिस ब्यूटिफुल फोर लाइन भजन ऑन लॉर्ड गणेशा and now let's spend some time understanding the technical structure of this bhajan what are the notes of this bhajan which raga this bhajan belongs to and anirudh is here to help us through this journey welcome anirudh to the raga session of this bhajan tutor episode saram bishu thank you first of all how does it feel reviving this old bhajan on lord ganesha yeah i'm feeling very uh, happy and uh in fact fortunate to have known this bhajan now that uh, we are uh, reviving many of the old melodies one beauty of this uh, old bhajans are the lyrics are so simple and uh, the more focus was on uh, whether everybody could easily follow the bhajan sing and follow the bhajan so if you see the musical technical complexity of the bhajan or uh, the lyrical complexity of the bhajan or the entire make of the structure of the bhajan would be very simple that uh from the the first row till the last row whoever is sitting in the session they can easily connect and chant the name of the lord so i think uh, this inspires me so much to uh, sing many of the old bhajans and revive old bhajans and of course the finally the fact that these bhajans are sung in the divine presence so these are blessed bhajans that given as a prasadam that we are enjoying this bliss of learning this bhajan absolutely i mean today when we look at the bhajan ocean the bhajan universe while there are so many new bhajans being composed in various centers by so many uh, devoted souls uh, we have exalted devotees who have 
sung these bhajans in front of bhagwan and for us it's really a great opportunity to bring back those bhajans which swami physically enjoyed and i think that will definitely be our endeavor in bhajan tutor sessions to uh get those bhajans which were sung by somebody like raja reddy sir this bhajan for example was uh, given to us by girijamma bai s girija bai you know again uh, someone who came to bhagwan in the 60s and she was part of uh, the sundaram bhajan group in its formative stages and uh, in fact she has given us many by compositions which swami used to love and she herself has composed many so this is actually sai sai smaran karo is a beautiful composition of absolutely of girijamma definitely this is what we will endeavor to do in bhajan tutor sessions we'll bring back the old uh, evergreen uh, melodies and also anirudh as uh, you know we keep discussing whenever people compose new bhajans when we listen to all these old melodies the one unifying factor is their simplicity exactly and their amenability for collective singing yes and i think that is what bhagwan always wanted bhajans to be while we can all compose many beautiful bhajans with with its own technical complexities and different flavors it can be like a song it can be like a ghazal but uh, bhajan is sankirtanam and maybe it is good for us to think about these bhajans when we compose new bhajans so that let it be a bhajan which will help people to sing along and join the collective sadhana of nama sankirtana i think that should be the focus and uh, that we again and again see in all of these old compositions and i think that is another reason why we feel so uh, inspired and so compelled Uh, in fact to bring back these melodies in fact before even composing new bhajans i would suggest in fact these are the these are like new bhajans to us now true because it has been sung in the olden days after that there's a gap and now we are reviving it so there are so many such bhajans uh, i think our primary uh, duty or responsibility would be to uh, revive these bhajans uh, and we record so that it's there in the database and also we keep singing it often singing it in the mandir in not only in the mandir i would request everybody to sing in their own centers samitis and centers yes. and be- because they are very simple bhajans everybody could sing it absolutely so let's get down to um, knowing a little more about this bhajan so maybe if you can tell us the notes of the bhajan and also the raga you feel it is largely based on yeah so coming to this bhajan it's a beautiful four liner simple bhajan though we would not want to categorize bhajans based on raga because bhajans are beyond the discussion of and the boundaries of ragas and uh, the technical factors so uh, this would be largely based on bhageshri it's a raga in hindustani classical music the notes are sagamadani uh, da ಸಿದ ಮಪದ ಗೇ ನೀದ ಸ ಹರಿ 
ಅಂಬ ಮಂದಹಾಸವದನಿ ಮನೋಹರಿ ಸಾಯಿ ಜಗ ಜನನಿ ಜಯ ಜಯ ರಘುನಂದನ ಜಯ ಜಾನಕಿ ಜೀವನ ರಾಧೇಶಮ ಹೇ ಘನ ಶ್ಯಾಮ so these are some of the bhajans in bageshri it, it gives you a very pleasant experience absolutely it's it's uh, it just sends uh, so seamlessly a happy yes. vibe you know yeah. all of these bhajans the moment you sing these bhajans yes. uh, it, it's it's full of uh, energy and full of joy actually absolutely so, so beautiful and i think there's nothing like starting the bhajan uh, bhajan session in this raga because you know this ganesh bhajan you start in this raga it's like your whole mood brightens up as the bhajan session starts yes i think uh, very rare are the bhajans in bageshri ganesha bhajans in bageshri and uh, it's beautiful that we are reviving this bhajan so let's go to the bhajan line by line and uh, practice with the swaras so that we know uh, which note we have to hit on when we sing these lines ishwari nandana ಪರತಿ ಗಜಾನನ ಸಾಸನಿ ನಿಧಮ ಮಪದ ಪಗ ಮರಿ ಸಾಸನಿ ನಿಧಮ ಮಪದ ಪಗ ಮರಿ ಸಣವ ಸ್ವರೂಪ ಪಾಹಿ ಪ್ರಭೋ ಗಗ ಮಮದ ನಿದ ಧನಿ ಗರಿ ಸಗ ಮಮದ ಧನಿದ ಧನಿ ಗರಿ ಸಂಕಾರೇಶ್ವರ ಪಶುಪತಿ ನಂದನ ದನಿ ಸಸ ಮಮ ಗಗ ಮರಿ ಸಸ ಧನಿ ಸಸ ಮಮ ಗಗಮರಿ ಸಸ ಪರ್ತಿಪುರೀಶ್ವರ ಪಾಲಯ ಮಾಸಸನಿ ನಿಧಮ ದನಿ ದಸ ದಸಸನಿ ನಿಧಮ the second time parti puri ishwara palaya mam dasasani nidama dani garisa dasasani nidama dani garisa ishwari nandana it's always so beautiful when you listen uh, to the bhajan along with its swaras it really inspires you to learn the bhajan to its perfection as well as helps all those who want to play the bhajan in their instruments so that they know exactly where the notes of the bhajan lie Thank you so much Anirudh. 
ब्रदर प्रभाकर एंड ब्रदर श्रीसांत थैंक यू ब्रदर सायराम 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 ब्रदर सायराम सो विद दैट वी आर इन अ सेंस डन विद द टेक्निकलिटीज ऑफ द भजन द लिरिक्स ऑफ द भजन एंड नाउ लेट्स फोकस ऑन वेयर द मेन फोकस ऑफ आवर सिंगिंग शुड बी व्हिच इज द एस्पेक्ट ऑफ भावा हाउ विद व्हाट फीलिंग शुड वी सिंग दिस भजन एंड फॉर दैट इट विल हेल्प अस इफ यू अंडरस्टैंड what every word of this bhajan conveys so let's take line by line let's go understanding the significance of every word as we begin with the first line ishwari nandana partiga jananam ishwari nandana partiga janana ishwari is the name of mother parvati the mother of lord ganesha and lord subramanya and the divine consort of lord shiva Nandana means sun Parthi refers to Puttaparthi the place which Bhagwan chose for his divine advent Gajanana is another name of Lord Ganesha coming from Gaja meaning elephant and Anana means face Worship of Lord Ganesha has been followed from ancient times in fact in one discourse Swami says that Ganesha is as ancient as the Vedas themselves During the Ganesh Chaturthi discourse in 1985 Swami said there is an astronomical support for the Ganesha festival which is generally celebrated on the fourth day of the bright half of the Bhadrapada month a constellation with the appearance of the elephant head becomes brightly visible on that very night and that's how you find mention of Lord Ganesha even in the Vedas in the most ancient of our scriptures and there is an interesting legend about how lord ganesha became the son of lord shiva and mother parvati once mother parvati was preparing to have a bath and she wanted someone to stand as a guard nandi the divine bull was always with lord shiva but mother parvati felt that she had no one loyal to her and so she took a little turmeric paste that she had applied on her body and using it she created the image of a boy and breathed life into it Well her loyal son did guard her sincerely but so sincere was he that even when Lord Shiva wanted to enter inside he did not allow him and as the story goes a battle followed between Lord Shiva and his son resulting in Lord Shiva beheading his own son unknowingly and when mother parvati sees this she is inconsolable and now lord brahma suggests that lord shiva should replace the boy's head with the head of the first living being that he came across which lay with its head facing north and lord shiva then sends his disciples to fetch such a head and they find a dying elephant sleeping in this manner after the elephant dies they take its head and attach it to the boy's body and bring back the boy to life and now lord shiva makes him the leader of all the celestial armies or ganas and gives him the title ganesha So that is the story of how Lord Ganesha got the face of an elephant but there is a deeper inner meaning in this story it drives home the point that when we are totally loyal to our mother when we listen to the instructions the directions of our mother when we are absolutely obedient to our mother automatically we gain the blessings of this entire cosmos we become invincible we are made the leader of all powers that is how powerful it is when our devotion to our mother is paramount in our lives 
There's another meaning of the word Nandana. It means to gladden or delight. Just as Lord Ganesha was loyal to his mother and caused her immense happiness, our beloved Bhagwan also, if you look at his life, taught us this lesson of being an ideal son for Mother Ishwaramma. When the Lord came down in a human form, just to reiterate how important it is for us to be always mindful of Mother's wants and wishes and directions, Swami tells us how he fulfilled the three selfless desires of his earthly mother by constructing a school, by building a hospital, by providing free drinking water to all the villagers, not only in Puttaparthi, but the entire district of Anantapur and more. Again, just to let us know how for anyone to be an ideal, to be virtuous, one has to learn how to gladden the heart of their own mother. In fact, Bhagwan goes on to explain that we have five mothers. The physical mother, Dehamata, the cow that gives us sustaining milk or Gomata, the land that grows the crops that feeds us or Bhumata, Mother Earth and our holy motherland, Deshamata and finally, Vedamata, the heritage of spiritual treasure that reveal the aim and purpose of human life which take us towards self-realization. So Swami always exhorts us to respect all these five mothers. So when we think about Mother Parvati, when we sing Ishwari Nandana, let us remember our own physical mothers as well as all these four other mothers and pay our obeisance to them. Talking about the elephant head of Lord Ganesha, Bhagwan also has mentioned many a time how the elephant head symbolizes extraordinary intelligence and intellectual ability. The elephant is known for faith, for loyalty, for devotion. Swami often would give the example of Sai Gita. Not just Sai Gita, any elephant is known for these qualities which make them stand apart from all other animals. Bhagwan also says that Lord Ganesha's face is always serene and calm and that is how one must lead one's life. No matter whatever may be the ups and downs in our lives, one must have a similar sense of equanimity pervading one's being. There's a wonderful incident uh, recalled by Brother Sai Prakash, an alumnus of Bhagwan's university, now working in the media center. This happened during Bhagwan's visit to the hill station of Kodekanal in May 99. Let us listen to this episode in his own voice. It will tell us how important it is to keep our focus on Lord Ganesha and how it is Lord Ganesha who will reward us in plenty in times to come if our steadfastness is sincere. Yeah, it really was a wonderful day. Actually, it was May 6th, that is the Ishwaramma day, in the year 1999. And we were fortunate enough to be with Swami on that day. Actually, the story started the previous evening, that was the 5th of May. Swami was seated down and then he was having a session with all the ladies sitting on the other side and the boys sitting in Sai Shruti in Kodaikanal. And suddenly there was water coming down the steps from the first floor. There was a little bit of panic. Swami said, don't worry, don't worry, it'll all be cleared. And so they had to bring a lot of room heaters. Actually, what had happened was since there was heavy rain, some of the leaves got stuck in one of the pipes and that's how the water came down. So there was a little bit of uneasy feeling and Swami was concerned about where the boys will sleep because we would sleep 
right outside Swami's room and in the ground floor, that whole area had become wet. So Swami was asking whether the carpet would be dried up before night time and all that. And Swami had gone into his room, retired for the day, again came out at night, saw whether all the boys are having enough place to sleep. In fact, he came down and he said, let the boys go into the interview room and take rest at night. So there was a little bit of going up and down and a little bit of unrest on fifth evening. So I was just thinking on sixth morning, that is Ishwaramma day, why not offer a small musical offering to Bhagwan as he comes out from his room? That was on May 6th. In my way of thinking, I thought that will also help to forget this unpleasant experience of that water coming down the steps and all that. Anyways, we were just happy doing it. We thought, let us offer it to Bhagwan. Some of the elders who were there at that time, they said, see, you don't try to push it and all that because we don't know in what mood Swami comes out because previous night there was a lot of uneasy feeling because of that water. So I said, we are just ready, sir. If Swami gives, go ahead, we will play. I was sitting with the sitar and my brother was sitting with tabla. And that is Ishwarama day, as we all know, and it's a very busy day. As Swami came out from his room, he saw us sitting with the instruments and he was so happy. Very spontaneously, Swami said, Sitar Techava. <laughs> he was very happy. He said, you have brought a sitar. Ah, play, play. Come on, play. We were extremely happy and I thought the first uh, song I should play was Ishwarama Priyatanaya because that is in Rag Ahir Bhairav and that is a morning raga. So I thought that would be a nice offering on Ishrama day. And so I started playing that. Somebody gave Swami the talam and Swami was playing the talam as I was playing the sitar. It was going very nicely and uh, I had prepared one or two songs. Then suddenly Swami looked at me and he said, Hey, play rag hamsadvani. Hamsadvani vayinchu, Swami said. There was one light instrumental piece which I had heard in rag hamsadvani and I started playing that. Swami said, Chi, not that. Play Vatapi Ganapatim. So I said, Swami, I really don't know. This is a Hindustani instrument, sitar, and Vatapi Ganapatim, I'm not familiar, Swami, I have not learnt it. Then Swami said, What is there? You play. And then he started singing. So as he sang line by line, Vatapi Ganapatim Baje. So I would play that line, I would just follow him on the sitar. He was with the talam, he was just giving the beat and he was singing and I was just following. In fact, he sang even the first paragraph. Till about first paragraph, Swami came and I was just following line by line and Swami was very happy and he said, See, since you played Ganesha's song, I will give you this Ganesha. <laughs> and he just waved his hand and materialized this beautiful chain. The surprising part was it has a small bead along with it. At the base, uh, there is the pendant of Lord Ganesha and there is a small bead. Till date, I've never understood what's the meaning of that bead. But uh, something interesting happened uh, many years later. One morning, must be 2005 or 2006, when I woke up, I never removed this chain. But when I woke up, that bead had come out. It had got detached from the locket. And I told my parents, keep it very safe. See, we can get it fixed with a goldsmith. Just keep it safe. After a few days, I wanted to get it fixed again. We went and saw that bead was missing <laughs> and there was a lot of searching that was done at home and we saw all the places 
under the clothes in the cupboard in the safe in the purse i remember very clearly my father putting it in a piece of paper folding it and putting it in his purse so i said no no i remember you doing that you see in that it was not there so we were just wondering where it has gone in fact i just prayed to swami and left it nearly 4 to 5 years later this happened in 2004 i was having this chain for 4 years after that till 2008 without the bead and i had just totally given up on that because i thought the purpose of that bead is over but suddenly one day my mother calls me and she says come quickly home i have something to tell you so i went she said this morning i got a strong urge to do kumkum abhishekam in that kumkum which was from the dashara kumkum dashara they do kumkum archanam in mandir and they give that kumkum as prasad in that box when she took the kumkum out this bead was found inside wow <laughs> so this <laughs> after a gap of 4 years and uh, there's no way somebody would have gone to put it in that then you know when i really tried to reconnect from those years 2004 sitar practice and playing had really come down because of so many commitments in the office and all that and once more boys joined the office i got chance to go back to playing sitar <laughs> and practicing sitar swami gave back that bead so that bead was sort of uh, another welcoming sign for you I'd, to get back to sitar i i just think uh, th- that's the only correlation i can find it mm. may be absolutely wrong interpretation yeah. but that's just the correlation i found yeah. between the bead getting lost and my stopping sitar practice and then starting it back but this is the wonderful story of how swami blessed me with this just want to add one small thing in 99 swami had told to play vatapi ganapatim This is very moving because when you connect the dots you see how swami is blessing each one when i had come back to parthi the great musician mandlin shrinivas i was just sharing with him that swami wanted me to learn this carnatic and he on a cassette recorded vatapi ganapatham in very slow tempo and sent it to me wow so, so i had i had heard that and he had actually recorded two three kritis in a very slow tempo possibly the slowest he has ever played on his mandolin so i actually heard that and picked up those stuti krutis so i just knew it in a way of completing the whole story in 2010 when swami took us to delhi and shimla in shimla that was the last day and then swami is sitting and we all boys are sitting and just a thought came in my mind i said swami wow this is fantastic you brought us telling music group and because swami had specially told uh, sitar boy and all that we had practiced for music program and all but the program was so tight that we didn't get a slot to actually perform so i was just sitting there different time and i was thinking swami we all came and tomorrow we are leaving back and uh, we are going to go back without an opportunity to perform for you just the thought came immediately swami called a kavi kumar kavi kumar is actually shrinivas lusar yes because his father's name is uh, so swami called him and swami said now after this tiffin session our boys will sing actually there was no slot for scheduled program, program yeah. there was no scheduled program because swami was to come here to few bhajans then there was an auditorium inauguration balvikas program and all that so swami just called him and now after this tiffin our boys should sing and tell that veena boy to play Wow. <laughs> he said Swami Sitar ah tell him to play and they sang Vata Api Ganapatim. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that that's you know after, after 10, 10 years. After 10 years. After 10 years. So 
he had put a challenge 99 yes. that you should learn watapi ganapati he heard it again giving you the blessing he gave me the blessing and again yes. he heard it in 2010 wonderful so circle completes there so now if we take this entire line nishwari nandana parthi gajanana we hail lord ganesha who is the beloved son of mother ishwari and he is the same lord the lord of puttaparthi our beloved bhagwan let's move to the next line pranav swarupa pahi prabho pranav swarupa pahi prabho pranava refers to om which is the primordial sound the sound from which all creation emerged swarupa means form pahi is protect prabho means lord lord ganesha is verily the form of the primordial sound om in fact if we draw the symbol om in a proper way we can easily see the form of lord ganesha in it there is an interesting incident shared by brother ravi teja again an alumnus of bhagwan's university who had the blessed opportunity of playing flute in the prashanti mandir bhajan group when he was a student and even now continues to play in the prashanti nilayam mandir once when it was time for bhajans to start bhagwan was standing at the entrance of the bhajan hall and all the boys sincerely shut their eyes to sing omkaram in the customary way three times and while this was being done bhagwan slowly bent over to brother ravi teja's ear and softly whispered something which was so profound swami said here is the very embodiment of omkara standing in front of you and what are you doing you are shutting off your eyes on me and chanting omkaram when the very embodiment of the original sound of creation is there right in front of you don't miss that moment that is what bhagwan was trying to convey in fact swami during his birthday discourse in 1966 said om is the sound of the movement of the stars in the firmament it is the sound that manifested when the dawn of creative will stirred the nirakara or the attributeless into activity as a matter of fact every little disturbance of equilibrium in creation produces sound the meeting of the eyelids when the eye winks results in sound it may be very faint but there is sound there are infinitesimally faint sounds which no ear can hear so you can understand that when the elements originated and creation started this sound om was produced and that's why it is called as the primeval one in fact in the 70s and 80s while giving darshan to the devotees in prashanti nilayam bhagwan blessed many young babies by initiating them into the alphabet so he would draw with his own hand the mystical symbol om on a slate for them so what is the speciality of the om that bhagwan drew on the slate bhagwan says the pranava was taught to every child as the very first sound when it was initiated into the alphabet we call letters as akshara the unchanging om is the symbol of the unchanging eternal universal supreme god and that was the very first letter taught to the children of india since ancient times and the unique thing about the om is when it is pronounced the lips the tongue the cheeks the jaw none of these organs are in action the om always emerges from the navel and without 
interference or support of any of these organs of the mouth, it comes out as one indestructible, imperishable sound. And that is why Om alone, Swami says, can be regarded as Aksharam. Though in Indian languages, every alphabet is called Aksharam. But Swami says only Om qualifies to be called as Aksharam. So the glory of the sound Om, the symbol Om, is as mystical and deep as the birth of creation itself. And no wonder it is always associated with Lord Ganesha. So in this line, Pranavaswarupa Pahi Prabhu, we call out to Lord Ganesha, hailing him as the very embodiment of that primordial sound Om. And we beseech him to protect us at all levels, worldly and spiritual. Let's move on to the third line. Omkareshwara Pashupati Nandana Omkareshwara Pashupati Nandana Again, you have reference to Om. Maybe it is pertinent here to narrate what Mrs. Rani Subramanyam, a devout and dedicated devotee for nearly 60 years, originally hailing from Tamil Nadu, who came to Bhagwan as early as 1950, what she narrates about how the Omkaram chanting started in Prashantinilam. She says that a few years after Bhagwan started residing in Prashantinilam Mandir, he introduced the practice of chanting Om at the ashram. Swami announced that all the devotees should assemble in the bhajan hall and they would be taught the correct method of chanting. So that is how the Omkaram session started in those days early morning at 3.30 a.m. in the Brahma Murtam. And a few days after the practice began, Swami would come to her room. Her younger sister was allotted a cottage and Swami would enter the room and Swami would ask both of them to sit on the floor. Swami himself would squat on the floor and Swami would himself teach them how to chant the Omkara. He would tell them the power of Omkara, how it purifies the Antakarana, how it purifies our Manas, our Buddhi, our Chitta, our Ankara, all the internal organs. How it cleanses our koshas. How it ensures that Annamaya, Pranamaya, Manomaya, Vijnanamaya, Anandamaya, all these different sheets that cover the individual soul can be purified through the chanting of Om. Swami would tell them that Omkara will take you closer to your own divine self. So when devotees chanted early in the morning, Swami would be sitting there to see if they are chanting it the way it has to be chanted. And Bhagwan did this for months together. In fact, even when Bhagwan travelled out of Prashantinilam, he would write letters to the devotees and Swami would constantly inquire if they are chanting and if they are continuing this practice of getting up early in the morning and chanting Omkaram 21 times. And the practice that Swami started way back in the 50s continues even till this day in the Prashantinilam Mandir. So that's about Omkareshwara. Coming to Pashupati Nandana. Pashupati is another name of Lord Shiva. Pashu means animal. Pati means master. So Pashupati refers to the one who is the lord of all animals or the inner meaning being the master of all animal tendencies within us. We know the famous story of how Mother Parvati and Lord Shiva wanted to test their two sons, Ganesha and Subramanya and how they told them to go around the world and come back. Ganesha did not stare from his place but Subramanya mounted 
his peacock and set out and with a lot of effort he completed completed the trip when he was coming back ganesha saw him from a distance and instantly went around his parents and claimed himself to be the winner and when mother parvati asks ganesha to justify his claim he says oh mother the cosmos is a combination of matter and energy the unity of father and mother when i go around you i have gone around the world itself since you are the parents of the cosmos there is no place where you two are not present i see your omnipresence everywhere so by circumambulating both of you i can claim to have gone around the cosmos it is this intelligence of lord ganesha which is hailed in our scriptures lord ganesha is the one who demonstrated this spiritual intellect and thereby taught an eternal lesson to humanity to revere one's parents to know that our divine parents are lord shiva and mother parvati and they pervade every speck of this creation in fact if our focus is always on the creator on our divine parents automatically our intellect will be sharp we will be able to take timely decisions intelligent decisions we will be able to think quick and act smart so in this line omkareshwara pashupati nandana we again hail the darling son of lord shiva the one who is the very form of sound om the one with whose grace we can be blessed with the strength to master our shortcomings and weaknesses let's now come to the last line partipurishwara palayamam partipurishwara palayamam partipuri referring to the land of putaparti ishwara as we saw earlier means the lord palaya means to protect mam means me thus when we say palaya mam we are calling out to the lord to protect us we are calling out to bhagwan the one who is the lord of putaparti to safeguard us very interestingly as soon as you enter prashant nilayam whether through the east gate or the north gate you will always find lord ganesha welcoming you and it is as if lord shiva's son is there at the entrance of the abode of lord shiva shakti in prashant nilayam to welcome you to cleanse you to set you in the right frame of mind so that you absorb what prashant nilayam has to offer to you every day one would find so many people circumambulating around the temple of lord ganesha and any number of stories of devotees vouchsafe the fact that any sincere prayer to lord ganesha never goes unanswered and that is the reason why you will never find ever the ganesha temple in prashantin lem to be free there are always devotees offering prayers always devotees receiving grace of lord ganesha which bhagwan himself has installed way back in the early 70s so in this line we are offering our prayers to bhagwan and seeking his grace seeking his protection that's what partipurishwara palayamam means so with that we have spent some time trying to understand what each word of this bhajan conveys and how 
we can use this bhajan to offer our prayers to lord ganesha to offer our love to bhagwan to seek the protection and the blessings of bhagwan as we begin our bhajan session singing this bhajan let us offer our adoration to lord ganesha and seek his refuge and ensure that our bhajan session and our entire life sails without any obstacles and now in the last part of this bhajan classroom let's listen to the prashanti mandir version of this bhajan ishwari nandana parti gajanana ishwari nandana parti gajanana ishwari nandana parti gajanana ishwari us to the end of this episode of bhajan classroom we do hope it was of benefit to you it will be our endeavor to continue this series and offer you more bhajans bhajans which are sung now bhajans which used to be sung in the earlier era you are welcome to 
send us suggestions about the bhajans you would like us to have in this program let us make all our bhajan sessions into sessions of spiritual upliftment thank you so much sairam